Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Phil Roots, and Tim Sway. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 93 for August 16th, 2017. We're going to do all of the Patreon support this week because we just hit a big milestone. We are up to 50, five, zero Patreon patrons. And, uh, and, and, you know, all kidding aside, we are extremely grateful and appreciative. So I just want everyone to be listed off today. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. So um, in the order in which it is presented to me by the website people of Patreon. Can we talk about each person as you, as you name them off? No. Make, build, modify. I know who Keith that is. Decent. Keith and Decent. Ma- Shane Bronson. Chad from Minecrafting. Greg Mead. Scott Turner. Jimmy DeResta. I wasn't ready because I didn't know when it was going to happen. <laughs> That's all right. It's fine. Uh, Stu Morrison. David Bellhorn. Daryl Cooksey. Kirk Jensen. Jim Rumsey. Jeff Worley. Jeff Shaw. Josh Kennedy. Alan Canterbury. Daniel Wood. Brad Dudenhofer, Factotum Industries, Jim Ketchum, Bryce Stoddart, Rachel Steele, Keith Johnson, Joe Pierce, uh, Mike Jeffcoat, who is Leatherneck Garage, Nick Carruthers, Taz Mann, who works at the airport with Bill, Camille Good, uh, Christopher Pixley, Maker on the Move, which is Sean Forbolin, uh, Dominic Bender, John J. Hilgers Jr., Jim Bashirs, Dave Morris, J.M. Tossis, Michael Bielner, Mac, uh, sorry, Matt Parker, uh, Joel Crawford, Chris McIntosh, Laura Kampf, Jackson Lindner, Elaine Goh, uh, Le Pic Bois, uh, Pat LaPerriere, well, they're the same person, I don't know why I said it that way, Paul Jackman, Live Free and DIY, Dave Bauer, Nick Ryan, Scott Hahn, Marcus, uh, who's our good friend, of course, Marcus Hoffman. Oh, he's coming Keen, to see me soon. Sorry. Greg Keane. And Tony Rouleau. So a big, massive, huge thank you to that entire big, huge, massive list. Thank you so much to all of you. Okay. Yeah, Marcus is uh, um, he's he wants to do a reverse trip this year, and he's going to start in LA and work his way up here so he can spend his last couple of days at uh, our house. And I also have um, uh, our friend Marguerite, who is a new maker to the interwebs and i believe she might be listening but either way she had a teardrop trailer designed for her but she doesn't like some of the design so we're going to change it up she's going to come over the weekend marcus is going to be here it's going to be like an international event in hayward california that's right you heard it here first folks awesome yeah i i you know what i'm hearing right now i'm hearing like like dozens of people circling their calendars yeah. That's what that was, right? there. that noise. Felt on paper. It's markers. Felt on paper? Um, markers. Because of markers. Because all they of our listeners tips. use markers. Well, there's markers and there's felt tip pens. What are we working on? Tim, dear Lord, what are you working on? I have been working on putting together my new CNC machine. Oh, do tell, Tim. It's do from- tell. This it's is brand new information. This is information <laughs> we didn't have. <laughs> It's a CNC router parts.com machine and it's it's like a bona fide like industrial machine. It's uh compared to the you know, I had my my old um Piranha machine, my first CNC machine I got. I can't believe it was only a year ago. Like I was hesitant about that technology when it came out, like a lot of middle aged men. Like, ah, I gotta handle it. <laughs> you know, beer gut. But uh, you know, I I I said I need to stay progressive and and you know and not become like an old man i need to stay current and and so I, i'd gotten that rockler machine and that's a great machine and i love it but it, it just like gave me this thirst for more i want to do you know more with it and let's so now, put this into context real quick though you're talking about going from like having a jeweler's hammer to a 90 pound pneumatic jackhammer um well in 80 80 pounds 80 pounds it's not quite nice okay <laughs> get but uh, so my original machine is twelve inches by eighteen inches that I will be giving. <laughs> it's so cute. It is, but but guess who gets it next is uh, Phil Pinsky of the yes. Reclaimed Audio Podcast. I have it in a wow. box for you. It's in a it's in a uh, a repurposed 
box that you're going to laugh when you see which box it is. I don't want to say on the air. Okay, don't tell <laughs> me, but I can't wait to see. I am and so excited about this. I bet I know what box it's in. Okay, go ahead, smart guy. Is it orange? Yeah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That is yeah. very funny. <laughs> <laughs> You nailed it. <laughs> well, I watched <laughs> I him. Guessed. I watched him pack it up. So you know. Oh, uh, of course, through the bushes, <laughs> the binoculars. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. I forgot about the cameras he put in. But right. <laughs> so the the new the new machine from cncrouterparts.com is a two foot by three foot cutting area. It's actually four feet long. It 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 weighs more than me. It's it was it came in eight boxes that I. It's ninety five to... pounds. Yeah, ninety six. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, it's just, it's, it's massive. It's like, uh, you know, the, um, the, uh, like the, you know, when I got the gantry together and I was like, before the motors are on it and I was just like pushing it out of my way to continue bolting it, I could barely push the thing. Like it's so tight. And and I just started making me think about the motors that are on this thing that are turning this. And obviously you don't want it to be too loose because then it's really easy to bump and get knocked out out of axis and stuff. It's just, it's just, I can't, it's like, it reminds me of like my old tools. Like I have my old Walker Turner drill press from like the 1940s, you know, that like, you know, you, you hurt yourself when yeah, you try to move. Brand it. new CNC reminds me of an old Walker Turner drill it press. It does too. because of, of how well it's built. Of well, how well it's built. Like this Walker Turner, oh. you could I could push it over and it could fall on its side on the ground of my shop, and I could pick it back up, and it would still drill straight. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like whereas, yeah. like if you buy you know a drill press, if you go to the home center and buy a drill press today, and you push it over, it's not going to ever work no. again. You know, after after last year, I had my surgery. I had a lot of meds that I was on for a while. And it was amazing how many times I would go out in the garage and fall over and get back up. And I could still drill straight, too. That's because you're old, like my drill press. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Good night. I walked right into that. Oh, Oh I walked right into that. Yeah, backwards. Yeah. (laughs) Out of the park, Sway. Out of the park. Good for you. But so, <laughs> all right, that was that was that was fun. <laughs> so I I got this thing together, and, uh, but I haven't actually made it move yet because I don't I just I didn't have I a software. On my lap. I don't have Wi-Fi, so I had we're to... we're still here, dude. Oh, I lost. Yeah, Tim. Uh, did you did you freeze up? You're laughing too hard, and you you froze up. Ah, uh, maybe I'm just getting old. My hearing's going on. <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, so I'm I'm super excited. Hopefully tomorrow I'm going to be able to actually make this machine move. And then I went. It's, it has this, um, you know, you're supposed to put a router in it, and it's the, the DeWalt 618, which is, I believe, what you have, Phil, correct? It uses the DeWalt 618? Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a two and a quarter horsepower spindle, then. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Whoa, it's, that's pretty it's, powerful. It's a big machine. No, that's, wow. it's, that's the big DeWalt, not the little hand palm router. Yeah. Yeah, it's the big yes, one. Yes, it's wow. going to be that's, about this thick. Yeah, that's crazy. So, so, but it, it didn't come with one. So I went to the store today and I and I bought one. You know, it's a two hundred dollar kit. Yeah, and it has the um the plunge base and the fixed base, right? Which is what you have. Yeah, it's, and it's it's a great router. So, I, so I I bring this thing in my shop and I'm like looking at this plunge. I don't have a plunge router, you know, and um and I'm I have a a similar sized Porter cable, um you know Pomero with just a fixed base, and so I'm. I'm looking at it and I'm like, if I take hmm. this DeWalt and I put it in the, now I can't use this cool stuff that comes with it. And right. so I grab my Porter cable. I'm like, I wonder if this fits. <laughs> <laughs> so it is so, a palm router then. No, it's he, a hand. He said it by accident. I heard what you said. Okay. Yeah. 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 But, uh, but yeah, no. So, so I put my two, I think it's a two horsepower, um, you know, Porter cable router in and, and it fit fine. And, mm-hmm. uh, but it did not fit into the DeWalt, uh, you know, the bases. parts, but but yeah. it would fit into the CNC machine, and so I put that in. I was like, oh, and I cranked it. And I was like, oh, good. Now, so now I'm stuck with the decision: do Return I or don't? Yeah, right. Because now I have uh, obviously I could remove the router from the CNC machine if I needed it. Which, <laughs> no, that's, that's never going to happen. And then I have the router that's in my router table, which I the three horsepower, the big one in my router table, which I could remove, but I don't have any bases for that. So that's that's just for the table. I don't have any of the parts. Well, let me ask you this: What can't you do? What can't you do on the CNC that you would need a plunge base for? Well, things by hand quicker. You know what I mean? Like when you're doing a one-off. Well, then okay, then you just answered the question. Your question was, "Do I return it?" You're not going to right now. You just said. 
you're not going to return it. You can, you can. I'm probably not because I have that probably okay. syndrome issue. You're yeah. probably but not going to return have... it, and you're going to save that box and put it something in that and ship it to Phil. <laughs> that's cool man i'm cool with that it's a big box so <laughs> it's a pretty good sized box um, and the case is nice yeah did, did you get the big like trunk case that it comes no no in? it came in a bag oh but it came in a hard case yeah i don't want those cases any, all those cases go in the loft they're really useless mine's been in my furnace room yeah because it was taking so much room i didn't know what to do with it Yeah, they're useless yeah i have drawers i put stuff in but um so uh, you know i have i do have a small handheld router that's not accounted for it's um you know my antique one okay. but it's only a fixed base and it's 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 light it's a one horsepower you know what i mean mm-hmm. if that and um and it's got bad bearings in it so I'm, so it's like i would be down a router but then i'm like well how often am i going to use like bill said you know how often and yeah so i don't know i, I don't know if i'm going to keep it or not you're gonna keep it just keep it. It's great. Okay. I just came up with an idea, and I want to make this very clear. This is not a challenge directed to us. It is a challenge directed from us to our listening audience. I want to see. You think maybe we should discuss it before you say no, it? No, 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 no. I think this is – you guys to, are going to love this. Just, you love, you love you know, it when yeah, I do yeah, stuff off the cuff. Off the cuff. Uh, yeah, we do. Always great. All right. So yeah. I want to challenge our listeners. Somebody needs to make Thank a video you. or two. Of upcycling a hard case tool case. Do something with it. And they're done that. I've done that already. I said, not you, Tim. Don't you? You don't listen. I said, our listeners. I have one. I, me too, I could do one. I have a spare hard case, actually. I could, this is a great challenge. I think I'm going to do this. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> I actually, uh, somebody gave me an old Black & Decker Firestorm case. It's a great one. All I need to do is dribble all right, out fine. all the... I will make one to... Whatever. I tried to. Hey, tremendous that. challenge. What an idea, Bill. Nice work. All right. We'll, I, we'll do I'm it. not doing it again. I did it like two years ago, and I think I deleted the video already because it got bad reviews. <laughs> well, then see if you've got the raw footage. You could just remix it. Yeah. I, well, I, Brand I, new I, video. I still use it. It's in my. What I did is I took a, a my DeWalt uh, skill saw box. Yeah. And I put all my bungee. I remember that video. You deleted that? Back of my truck. Of course you did. I don't know. I might have. I don't know. You didn't delete that. That's still there. But he put a glass window in it so people wouldn't steal it because they would see it's just bungee cords. Because otherwise you would think it's a DeWall skill saw if you didn't, if you just saw the box as it is. And so people, I was creeped out right now. What? I just, because then he saw the glass so people wouldn't steal it. It's, you know, it's your 45th. You know, video, and you oh, released it on September 13th. I remember, I remember this because oh I remember God. thinking, what if somebody wanted to steal all the bungee cords? <laughs> <laughs> What's your deductible? That, I mean, if like someone a big wants deal. to steal all my moldy, rotten bungee cords, then they probably need them more than me, and they're more than welcome to it. Well, if they're moldy and rotten, but, this is why you got to stop on the side of the road and load unload half of your lumber haul because you don't have good bungee cords to hold them down your truck. I have, I have, I have the biggest, the best strapped. <laughs> Sorry. No, would I, you say, are they big or, or would you say they're huge? They're huge. Enormous. Like the enormous. ultimate. But, uh, Bill, what are you working on? Let's, let's, let's get a roll on here. Bill, what are you, what are you right, working so on? So I'm excited. Um, uh, I just, I, I just put out my latest video was a license plate guitar from the license plate I got from Keith Decent. Um, it sounds killer. I really like it. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. But I'm going to take a break from guitars because I've got five of them, and I'm going to have to make some kind of a stand to hold them now. Um, but uh, Jim Rumsey, I, I mentioned uh, him. He sent me that True Track um, track saw system, and I've been thinking I wanted to make a base for our our bed. We have a king size bed. We bought the uh, foam mattress. Not the real expensive one, but we got a good deal on this kind of an off-brand, but it's like 10 inches thick. Love the mattress. It was at a like a Sears outlet or discount or whatever. To get the box springs for it, we had to, they were kind of mixed match because we, again, cheapy, cheapy, cheapy. They were new or rewrapped or cleaned. I don't care. But we got an Eastern King mattress, which is wider because I'm not that tall. I'm six foot, you know, shrinking as we speak. Um, but we wanted a wider bed because we have Casey, me, and Danny usually sleeps in bed, and then the cats come in and everything. <laughs> anyway, so they gave us the California Danny's King dog, box springs, dog. 
So I have box springs that are longer than my mattress, and my mattress is wider than the actual box springs. So I'm missing out on about three inches of bed on either side. And because it's foam, you start getting about six inches over towards the edge, and I can feel myself kind of sliding. So I want to make a platform. Right. I want to make a, a plywood platform. I have a design in my head. Mm. Uh, I'm going to use that track saw thing. Uh, it's going to... I, it's, the thing I have, it's like, it's going to look like a bridge somehow, like the, like br- the arches of a bridge underneath. I want to make it tall. Just, oh, yeah, yeah, it's going to, it's, I can't explain it. It's, you, you know, I get kind of goofy. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I usually make cool stuff. So that's the thing. I'm going to make a, are you going to paint it? The San Francisco bridge, red the, or distress, red, whatever that is. International. Yeah. You know, I, I always had distress. a problem with that being from California, not being educated. It's the golden gate bridge, but they paint it rust. But it's golden. Yeah. But I guess the Golden Gate is the actual, the inlet to the bay is the actual, you know, like the. Well, it's the Golden State, right? Oh, I don't know. So I don't know. Gate, you probably golden know state. more about my state than I do. I don't like my state. Pro. What's what's the uh, what's the official animal of California? It's a Smokey the Bear. It's not Smokey the Bear. It's oh. a bear. Well, fight. fight Smokey the Bear's for everybody. Oh, oh, yes. Smart guy. What's the official animal of Connecticut? A beaver. I'm looking at you right now. Uh, I'm going to say a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you if you're right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I should have given like a serious answer then. I believe it's the Eastern Mongoose. Uh, the, the northeastern mongoose, very good. <laughs> what's the, and we both gotta come across uh, that. Okay, okay, Phil, what's the official um, Canadian Montrealish uh, bird? <laughs> we don't, we don't do that. We don't. We don't yeah, not it's a every, geese. Yeah, the, the, Cana- the official Canadian geese. geese. So, That's right, and they come to our airport, and I gotta chase them yeah, with my truck. Yeah, it's kind of fun. They drop bombs all over America. <laughs> That's right. That's our air force. Yeah. That's right. In Connecticut. Of course. Um, Bill, are you done? Yeah. I mean, so that'll be exciting. Uh, A big king size platform bed. See what I can come up with. Use that. Uh, And again, thank you, Jim Rumsey. Uh, Not only a supporter of the show, but apparently he's supporting me as well. So I appreciate him. Phil, I would really be. I wonder if Jim's going to want to take that track saw back now that he knows that it's going to help support you. <laughs> <laughs> well, literally, it's supporting me. I Get know. It? That's the problem. Because I'm making a bed in the frame thing. And yeah, support. no, we got the horrible yeah. pun. We, we all get it. Whatever. What are you working on? One <laughs> 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 for the records, kids. <laughs> Too much. Um, okay, so last week, I feel like I put out a couple of videos last week. Did I talk about one of them? You talk all the time, Phil. I talk all the time. Okay, so I did, so then let's say I did, uh, I did another video last week, which was how to do, uh, toner transfers, like a two minute video on, on how to transfer, like anything that you print out on a laser printer onto wood. So I called it. Now, I'm, I'm assuming, and I'm not, I'm not being silly. Um, my printer at home, I'm sure is not a laser printer, but my, the one I have at the airport is an old printer. It just prints. That's probably a, a laser jet, yep. whatever thing you're talking about. Laser. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. what you do is you just print it's got whatever the big, you want. Big canister with the shaky powder, black powder in it. That's the one. So yep. it's got to okay. be the, sh- the powder, right? So that's called toner. And you just, uh, in whatever software you like to use, you take whatever it is you want to print and you just make it mirror image. So in the software, so it's got to print out when you look at it, when you print it out, it's backwards. Hmm. So then you put it face down on the piece of wood and then you take uh, lacquer thinner, and then it just releases the toner from the paper onto the wood, and it's. Does it have to be lacquer thinner? Acetone. Acetone doesn't seem to get as good results. I haven't used acetone, but everyone who wrote into me said that they sort of gave up on the method after they tried acetone. Okay. Lacquer thinner works a charm, so I never really tried anything else. Okay. Some people use an iron or a, like a wood transfer kit to do it. I've never done that either. This has been great for me. So well, that's, that's what, what I've I had always seen, and it looks so like like such a pain in the neck, you know? Yeah. Like with these irons. The way like, you did it, though, seriously, ass. it's like it's wipe on, yeah. wipe off. You were like, you know, uh, karate kid, man. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all it is. And uh, so I used that for an Instagram post that I did last week. I made those. I made uh, some Jimmy Deresta sawhorses, except I made them mini because I, I don't have the room for like tall ones, and they're fine. I'm not that tall anyway. So, so they're I, like I put my Shetland logo. sawhorses. 
Yeah, exactly. They're, they're more, more like like uh, like wiener dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Pachudo saw horses. Yeah. That's right. They're wiens. <laughs> so I. But I, I th- for I put my logo onto one of them, and that's the first time I'd ever put my logo on into anything like that. So I, that was really cool, and that was, so my next video, and I guess same as yours, is going to be um, is going to be the the true track. So I'm actually I, they sent me one, so I've got to do a few videos for them. So this will be my first one, and I'm going to make like a drill charging station out of some plywood that I found in the garbage. Like people did some kind of a reno, and they uh, look at Tim. They had a whole pile of wood. Yeah. Well, they, they put out a whole pile of wood on their front lawn, and on top of it was this piece of plywood that said, watch out, nails. So I took I took the warning sign because that was the best part of what they were giving out, and uh, I hope nobody got hurt. So <laughs> <laughs> so uh, sorry. That, re- that reminds me of when we were, we were kids, and I'm, I know I probably shouldn't be saying this on like a quote radio show or whatever, but we, we, we've all... St- Stolen a street sign at some point in our lives, you know, and we. St- I have never done that, oh, officers. Canada, <laughs> we stole we stole the neighborhood watch sign because we thought that was so funny. Like, how could you watch? We just took your sign. <laughs> <laughs> no one's watching. No one's watching. We just took your sign. That's yeah. just what that reminded me of. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty. I thought it was pretty funny. And but the thing is, they're just down the street from me, and the only way to fit into my car was to leave the passenger door open. <laughs> so I had this so I was just driving down the street with my passenger door wide open. Uh, but uh, anyway, so I think the great thing about this is obviously it's not uh, true or square or anything like that. It's curvy lines because it was used in construction. And and uh, so that's where the true track's really going to come you know in what? and being I'm able to do, joint an edge. I'm going to go ahead and call my next video a Jim Rumsey sponsored video because I've not had a sponsored video yet. I'm gonna have a sponsored video. Yeah, I you just do. chose my own sponsor. That's that's I I don't agree with you, but I support your right to make bad decisions. I just hope he doesn't sue you. Yeah, and so it could be a real problem. <laughs> well, I can spell his name wrong. That would be helpful, voice. I think, to no one. <laughs> oh, so you have a toothpaste? <laughs> do it. I'm just kidding with you. Look at his face. Is like, hmm. How come you guys keep idea. picking on me? <laughs> do your thing, Playboy. You do what you want to do. I think it's a okay. great idea. Yeah. So that's... Uh, you just then, did a sponsor uh, video this week with your latest cigar box guitar. It was a Keith Decent sponsored. Yeah, but I didn't actually yeah, say right. that. I want to say this video is sponsored by... You can still go re-edit it. No, do, I actually can't because I delete. Every soon as I upload to YouTube, I delete. <laughs> you can't anyways. You can change you, the title. YouTube doesn't let you yeah, replace you the video. Well, you can take it down and then put it up again. With, and get Yeah, but you're going to lose the views. Yeah. But you could um you can uh, you could change the title. Hmm. Let me do a very quick Etsy rant because I know some people also do Etsy and I know that was weird, but it's just because I just finished a whiskey box and I shipped it off. And um, when somebody sends you an order, especially for custom, they put the custom thing that they want in the order notes. Mm-hmm. So I had an order, I shipped it, and um, and as it turned out, the person wanted additional personalization that they put into the conversation like into the the conversation thread and I didn't pick it up because they sent me a whole bunch of messages mostly about like when's it going to be ready is it going to be ready now has it been is it there where are you shipping can I get the tracking information and I'm real nice people are spending a lot of money I'm very gracious about all that stuff it's all smiley faces and no problem and I'll get it to you right away but I didn't happen to see that she said that she wanted another note on the inside of the lid all I saw was what she wanted on the lid of the box so I shipped it off. She gets it, and she's upset that uh, that it didn't have what she wanted, and and she felt. Anyway, so I wrote back. I feel horrible. Absolutely, uh, you know I, this is terrible. So I said, let me know if there's anything I can do. Thinking that she would just, you know, she got what she wanted, which was an apology. No, she wanted she wanted me to retroactively send her a discount because you know the gift wasn't as special with that send with that additional message. So so I go. Okay, how much do you think would be fair? So she wrote back fifty dollars. <laughs> so fifty fifty dollars on two twenty, let's say. So she wanted basically like let's say a twenty three percent discount. And I was like, mm, that seems a little much. So I said, you know what? Etsy won't even let me send you a partial refund because the item's been shipped. So give me your PayPal and I will send you thirty five dollars. But for the record, I don't think you know that it's fair that I, I should have to do this because. Put it in the order notes, you know, whatever shows up in the order, that's where it goes. 
And uh, and I and I know regardless of that, it's still a beautiful gift, and I hope that it's being enjoyed. And she wrote back, "Here's my PayPal account. Oh yeah, we love it." Yeah. So you know, maybe I'm in the wrong here, but uh, that one kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit about sort well, of. No, people I I, I can't see bit. how you would be in the wrong. I mean, if it bugs you, it bugs you. You know, and um, that would probably be irritating. You're going, you're you're doing your part. So I, I at least she responded positively. Yeah, the thing is, is you can't risk a bad review. Like that's 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 the killer. Well, that's right? so that's exactly you got. So look that's at, why I'm like I'll do whatever it takes. You got to look at uh, the end normally. Game. I would said nope. Y- yeah, you got to look at the end game with that because you know when all huh, said and done, bad review, yeah. huh? Yep. Yeah, only if you buy something smart guy. Oh. <laughs> but even like, I mean, I, I don't want to get all like deep and dark or whatever, but at the end of the day, you know, we're all going to die and you, you want to like do, <laughs> you want to make people happy while you're alive. Like what's that $35 with you. matter? No, it's not. But I also paid extra to FedEx to her overnight. Yeah. Because she needed all of a sudden she needed it for a very specific day. Sometimes I, it's, it's, I, that's just when you're in business. Sometimes you lose. I, yeah. Well, first and of all, you didn't you lose. I don't think you lost. I didn't lose. Yeah. I don't think I you lost, and I think much. you gained a lot more yeah. than you think because I'm a true believer in the whole karma. What goes around comes around. Whatever you want to call it, exactly. Yeah. And you know, count your blessings. You just you just did something really really good for somebody, and that's that's always a great thing. That's what I chalk it up to. My only point is that like. On Etsy, there should be a place that's more obvious if somebody wants something, and then sort of like those are the rules that if you don't put it here, don't expect it to show up at your door. Well, your store has your rules on Etsy. You can make that in your policy. Yeah, page. I should. You and know what? Then you that's are in the right. So when they say you missed this, you can say you know what is clearly in the rules is clearly in the listing, but I still feel bad, so I'm going to send you ten dollars. Yeah. That's that's a super valid point. I am going to do that. But how much time will it take okay, you to cha- to do that to change that and add the rules? I don't know. As long as it took me to say it, it's not hard. Well, because I'm thinking that she thinks that it's worth fifty dollars for you to rub a little uh, <laughs> linseed oil on your your toner cartridge thing. <laughs> no, don't do no, that. No, no, no. no, no, no. I, I, uh, I already sent it to. Her. I sent it to her with an, to make the problem go away. I sent it. I was like sent. You know, like I did it right Good away. For you. Uh, I, d- I don't want that. Yeah, no, that's that um, is the right thing to do. I mean, it, and it I, does, well, it does, so. it does stink in businesses. Sometimes you just have to just. You know. It's not my first time. Remember that time that I forgot to do the inscription altogether because I didn't see it, yeah. and the woman was like livid. So I completely remade a whole other box for her for both. free and shipped it for free. Yeah. So like this one wasn't nearly that. My rent was really more about. Couldn't Etsy. you have just I, made you, the you lid? A good point, Tim. And what asked her to. It well, wouldn't match it perfectly. It's a hinged lid. It's not a yeah, exactly. And who's to say that it would have matched? They're all they're all Handmade. a little different because of the nature of the reclaimed wood. They don't. They're not all 100 percent perfectly square because the wood. Well, moves. it would be if you use your tape so measure. Each one right? is. Use this you week's topics. <laughs> I think we're going to segue right into that. And you know what? Maybe that is a perfect segue because this one is called reclaimed tips. He's the. Segue. And we're going to give you. A whole a whole bunch of tips because we weren't clever enough to come up with a real topic this week. So um, let's start off with Bill's uh, – uh, no, we're not going to do that. Let's do the thing with the paintbrush. Who wants to talk about that one? Okay. I don't I don't have the email in front of me. I do. We, I, we hold on. I got – I, I don't have the name. Uh, of course I'll he get does. It. Okay, you well, guys, go ahead, Tim. Um, I'll find that email. Anything complimentary about him is right in well, front of Well, I didn't say anything time. complimentary <laughs> about me, to be honest with you, but – and you still saved it? No kidding. Yeah. Uh, I think so. <laughs> Tim, you were on fire today. Okay. It's from um, Joshua. Yes. Uh, it, it's funny. It it's from Joshua, Joshua Bush. And uh, we're going to talk about a brush. So go ahead, Tim. That's hilarious. That's not related at all. It's separated <laughs> but, by um, one letter. Josh. I, we, yeah, I know. So, so Josh wrote a very nice email to us, but he, uh, you know what? Maybe your video should be sponsored by Sesame Street. And the number seven. That's right. And the letter F for fire. Yeah. 
Sorry, Joshua Bush and the paintbrush. So, Please so, well, go on. Josh, Josh wrote a very nice email to us, and thank you, Josh. And um, and one of the things he mentioned was how about how he hates washing paintbrushes, so he doesn't reclaim them. And and we've talked about that before, you know, with paintbrushes. Like you can uh, buy the. You're skipping past something. Hold on, let me let me just read this last paragraph. I really like your show. It's probably my favorite podcast and encourages me to look to what I have or this what I can find to finish projects rather than running to the store all the time, except for paintbrushes. I hate cleaning paintbrushes, so I toss those things and buy new ones. That's – it was it was like lovely, puppy, fluffy cuddles, and then Tim grabbed onto this one little itty-bitty – yeah, which which he threw as a joke, I'm sure. Just like, oh yeah, except for paintbrushes, you know. Which then, of course, yeah. said, well, well, actually, you know, my glasses <laughs> so, so my 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 shop tip was that most of the time I use latex, you know, low VOC, blah 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 finishes and paints and stuff. So they're water based, so they're water washable. And I hate washing paintbrushes as much as the next guy. But what I do is I just keep a gallon of water. I have this one of those big pretzel containers you get from like those giant discount stores you know and um because i have these like these buckets of water all over my shop for washing things and whatnot so i just i have a bucket i throw paintbrushes in and i just literally put them in this bucket of water and after a couple days i'll pull it out shake it off and the brush is clean i I don't do any effort into washing these at all and you know every couple weeks i'll dump the buckets out and put fresh water in um and then with finishes that aren't water-based if they're you know mineral spares or you know whatever you have to wash them with if you know if you're doing like a shellac finish on something and you need to to apply multiple coats and maybe you're going to put two coats on and you go home the next day instead of throwing the brush away what I'll do is I'll take the rubber glove off that I'm wearing and I'll put the brush inside the rubber glove usually with like a piece of paper towel with maybe a little bit of the solvent or thinner on it that you would use to wash the brush if you're going to and I'll just seal it up right inside the rubber glove I was wearing and with a piece of tape and then that brush will last for weeks like that and as long as mm-hmm. you just use the same finish or the same paint or the same whatever on that brush, that brush will last. I've had brushes that I've used with my linseed oil. I've had them last for like six months that way because I'll linseed oil various projects at different points in time. And so I just I never wash the brush, put it right back in there. That way I'm not using the chemicals to clean it and I'm not. You know, I remember a, so a shop Jimmy Duresta tip video where he mentioned brushes and what he would do for like anytime he's using polyurethane or something like that in a small can. He would actually cut the handle off the brush so that he could just leave the brush oh, in the can that. and then seal it up. I just can. thought that was genius. Yeah. There's one way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I do Tim's thing with uh, small yeah. rollers. Yeah, leave them. Just in put the- them inside. Yeah, yeah. I leave the rollers. I, I learned a lot of this from from my 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 dear departed brother in law, who was a, a house painter, and um and so he would leave the the rollers in the can, and he taught me, you know, he would wrap them with a piece of saran wrap, the rollers, and I've a, seen that, and a piece of aluminum foil, uh, and they'll last that way you for months and fridge. months. Yeah, that's um it, all these little things because I'm yeah I'm with you. I don't buy the expensive brushes. I'm I don't deserve them. <laughs> I'm not going to clean them right now. But, uh, so I, I, I'll be the black sheep of this podcast and admit that, and I was telling you guys earlier, I I don't use brushes all that often. And so I buy the box for like $9.99 of 30 of these. They're so horribly cheap that no matter what you use them with, part of the brush falls out into your finish. Um, but I just use those. It's a one-time thing, and I, and I toss them. And I know that's horrible. I just – I'm sorry. I, I will maybe change my ways one day, but at this point in life, I, I don't see that changing anytime soon. Well, Sorry. You, you know, I, I, depending on, I've done that, depending upon the finish. So sometimes it's like a quickie thing and, and you, and you do that. Yeah. But, um, what I found is that, yeah, the, the quality of the finish with those, like, I've been going like, just like, I get the second cheapest brush, but I guess I get the second cheapest of everything at the store. That's sort of my, my go to region, you know? Um, you know, I get the second cheapest one, and I get only one bristle in my finish instead of seven that I have to pull out with tweezers, you know, <laughs> which is a huge savings. You actually – you pull the bristles out? If I'm making it for money. If you'll you just put enough finish them down. on – yeah, if you just put enough finish on it and keep sanding it down, you'll never, never see the – it looks like part of the grain. That's right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> the grain. What it's is like, that? Leave that one grain going the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> I paint against the grain though, so it's a problem. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't, I don't often use. I I do for stuff for Casey Salon because there's a, a color scheme 
that I've developed for the salon. Um, but a lot of that is just sloppily applying paint, half sanding out, making it look like old uh, driftwood or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, right. Distressing. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, we, I yeah. just, I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't. Oh, when you do those types of finishes, yeah, you can get the cheap brushes and, and just slop it on. Absolutely. You know. Um, um, okay, yeah, who else I feel has bad another? About it. Let's let's do some more well, tips. That's the important part, and I think yeah. that's what's really helping the environment. Well, is your feelings? You know, here, the here's something to that somebody uh, yeah. uh, on my latest video. I, I built a license plate guitar. Now the license plate was made out of aluminum, and somebody complimented me on this. Um, so what I did because I was going to cut the hole in the aluminum license plate for the pickup, and what I did was I uh, used some carpet tape to glue on a little scrap piece of uh, eighth inch plywood as a backer. So then I cut four holes and then I used my jigsaw and it didn't, you know, cause I was afraid it was just going to rip the aluminum all bend it and get all crazy. So using that, a little bit of a backer. And I also used some masking tape on top of the pickup and I cut exactly to that shape so I can put the masking tape on the license plate. And now I know exactly the size hole I needed. It actually worked out really well. So if you're, if you're cutting a soft metal, like aluminum, and using the jigsaw. I know I remember seeing Kyle Toth uh, doing a aluminum veneer on something, but he sandwiched it between a couple pieces of plywood and then ran it through his table saw to cut it. Mm, and I was just like, smart. same principle, same principle. It is. You know? Well, that brings up the point of sort of backing up all of your cuts. Yeah. Right. So if you need a perfect veneer cut, or in this case, aluminum, back it up either with masking tape or with a secondary piece of wood, like when you're doing finger joints or, Anything else that you're running through a table saw? Yeah, I learned that the hard way too. With uh, when I was cutting some very thin aluminum for the a chess board that I'd made a bunch of years back, and mm. and it actually went under the fence on my table saw. Yeesh. Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, I I lived, <laughs> but <laughs> spoiler alert, but uh, but it was like still frightening, you know. Yeah, and then I, and then I figured I was like, well, oh, if I put it on top of something like a smart person, and I mean, Lord knows I have tons of crap around the shop that I can sacrifice for for that. Yeah. I actually would have gone the different way. I would have done a sacrificial fence on the table saw. I would have uh, clamped on, an, let's say, a piece of MDF strip onto the fence and then pushed it flush with the table so that nothing could get under it. Yeah, I I uh, thought about doing that, yeah. but it was also I think kind sandwiching of so thin. I, it ended yeah, up you you have to better. sandwich that between something. You don't have to worry about it. You can sandwich like it between piece two pieces of MDF. So thin, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um, okay. Uh, let's see here. What else? What else what have I done recently? Well, I guess I guess the tip with the uh, with the toner transfer is a fun one, Great just one. to be able to like put all your stuff on your. I, I got to like, do that bench now. And-, and I'm glad you reminded me about the whole reverse thing. That's a good tip because you know I made the branding iron of my name spelt the right way. So when I brand something, it. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I did it once too with a stamp, though. I mean, I can't, I can't make money. Yeah. But uh, there was another tip, Phil, that you had in that video about where, like, for some, me, for instance, I do not have a toner transfer printer at my disposable, my disposal. So where could I go, and what could I do? Oh, you mean just print something out like at Staples right. or something? Yeah, put it on a USB yeah. and go to. Yeah, I mean, how much? Does there that there cost? was a question. So, yeah, literally. But somebody had brought up the point where they had done exactly that, but it didn't work. And then somebody else commented in the video that home laser printers uh, don't tra- don't let's say uh, the drum that transfers the toner and then heats it up onto the paper isn't nearly as hot as the commercial stuff mm. like that you would have at Staples, oh. so it won't release. Uh, apparent, I haven't tried it. I'll I'll print something at work and then bring it home and see if that's the case. Because we have like serious printers at work. Um, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't release. Or maybe you need to take it right from the printer to the thing you want to print and then release it right away. I I don't know. Without, so I can't say that it'll hundred percent work. I think I think you should do some follow up on that because uh, I'm curious about that. Like Bill was saying, he has one at his job. Could he print out his logo fifty times? Mine is a small later, one, like, though. I mean, it's. It's a, it's a laser months. jet printer, but it's not a giant, like, you know, copier machine. No, no, but meaning if time well, is a factor, work in right? A month. Like, like, if you print oh, out right. 50 of them at work one day, just so... Like, I bet it would if you put... let... I bet it would if you let whatever your... The lacquer thinner, if you wipe it on and let it sit. Don't... It has no effect. Really? I've checked. Yeah, what it'll end up doing is if you put too much lacquer thinner and then rub it, it'll actually smudge mm. the... Uh, It'll smudge the print, even though the what about sulfuric acid lifted at all? 
Do not do this. He is just joking. <laughs> what if you inhale it? <laughs> yeah. What if you rub it on yourself? <laughs> I didn't say anything like that. Well, close enough. Close enough. It's going to eat through your vinyl gloves. Do you know what's Too worse much. than acid is is uh, the opposite, alkalines. Base, mm. yeah. It's... I. Yeah, definitely. It'll bleach your skin and take some of it, it off. It's well, it's funny. If you get acid on you, you know, and it starts to burn and tingle. You run to the sink. You can you can wash it off. If you yeah. get, um, for example, um, 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 what's the stuff you can buy? Sodium uh, hydroxide. That stuff yeah. w- that well, we use, also, you know, yeah. to clean your wound is like point zero three percent. I used to use a fifty percent solution for a job I had when I had to uh, get nickel out of spent nickel out of a uh, solution to turn it into a solid anyway 50 percent sodium wow. hydroxide when it gets on you it doesn't tingle it doesn't burn all of a sudden you look and there's a hole in your skin and it's it's working yeah. its way down it's 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 a no joke stuff acids don't scare me but bases bases are no joke and there's a tip for you what, don't in, screw uh, with bases what's in car batteries what is it in car that's batteries? acid that's acid. Lead, yeah. lead acid. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember being a teenager and I had a job at a, an auto body shop and they had me one day like take all these batteries and load them on a truck that they're going to recycle. And so I was picking them up. They're heavy. You know, I'm like this little scrawny kid. So holding them against my gut, carrying them to, the, your shirt. to the truck. And then like 15 minutes later, I looked down and my shirt's just shreds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Here's, a, here's some tips. Here's the shop tip yeah. of this one, guys. Don't uh, don't play with acid and don't play with bases or alkalines. Or, you know, the other thing that would happen is um, I worked in kitchens, you know, for a lot. Of, and there was always that one kid that was like, you know what? I'm Stabbing himself really in the eye with the chef knife. Nope, oh. not that kid. The other kid that was like, I'm going to do a really good job. <laughs> no, the other kid. There was that kid too. <laughs> You know, the kid that was like, I'm going to mix ammonia and bleach and really get these floors really extra. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that such happens. a horrible that, – that's like – that's ugh. basic 101. That. I think I think I learned that when I was like eight months old. Yeah, I think I, I was about nine months old. Yeah, but then there's – somehow that kid was 19 years old. I was seven months old. There's, seven. It's funny though. It's because seriously, two of the most dangerous chemicals that are out there are in your cupboard. Ammonia, ammonium, yeah. Yeah. ammonia, ammonia, and uh, bleach. They're terrible, terrible mm. chemicals. Yeah, I don't keep them there. Yeah, we don't. We don't have any. We keep them high off shelves in the laundry room so the kids can't get them. I have the tops off in the back of my truck. I just drive. I keep that. I keep the our bleach high up on a shelf too, but that's only because Casey's five four, and I just think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, Casey, uh, permission to smack Bill granted. <laughs> It's also for what Bill said in the pre-show. Ooh, so a two pre-show. Yep. Hey, let's talk about right, we that. Should, we should probably get. Um, oh, good okay. point. Excellent segue, Billiam. Let's do this. Um, and Bill brought this up, and it's his idea, and it's an incredible idea, and I and love if it. Fails, it's his fault. And I also have a challenge idea too. too. Did we say that, dear Lord? Did we say challenges. that uh, live already? The tool case upcycle. Yeah. Yeah. We did that. Oh, never mind. Yeah. What. What are you, a Vietnam vet? Yes, we said it 20 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> I was born during Vietnam, but no, uh, I'm not a vet. No, I just thought maybe you had like a acid flashback or something. Uh, so I have base, those flashbacks. Um, it's a base flashback. What we're going to do is the three of us usually have a really fun conversation before the show, really to sort of get ourselves. You know, there's a difference between a backflash and a flashback, right? Yeah. Um, backdraft, are you thinking maybe? What's a backflash? Oh, you're right. I was thinking the movie. Yeah. I was thinking backflash. You open the door and the fire comes no, out. That's backdraft. 187? It's okay. also what happens when your bathrobe falls off. But uh... <laughs> I don't know what that means. It falls off. And then you, you get a little, gets a little windy on your tuchus. It's a backdraft. I don't know. Oh, I get it. Yeah. When the little little uh, drawer, drawer, the thing on your long john, it's a little panel. That's the, that's the one. Yeah, on your onesie, on your yeah. adult-sized onesie. So, um, so we, we have a great conversation. I mean, we always have a great conversation. Um, but right before the show, we really sort of get ourselves psyched up and we sort of finalize some details about what it is that we're going to be talking about. We remind ourselves if we need to talk about a sponsor, if we're going to mention a challenge or if there's any shout outs we're going to give. So it's a really, really fun conversation. And Bill's like, well, why don't we share this with our Patreon, you know, uh, patrons? It just makes so much sense. I mean, for the most part, it's 
PG thirteen sometimes dips into rated R, but it's it's a lot of fun, and um, and I think we're gonna try that out. So what we're gonna do is for well, I, I think we're really good. At, we're really good at the pre uh, pre show is is to getting out the raw stuff, so we can keep it PG thirteen. We are good at that on our podcast when we record live. I don't think you've had to bleep me since episode three. Well, um, I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> it's been a, it's but I mean, been a so while. I, yeah, it's not. I just want folks to be aware that it may be a little more raw than our normal podcast, but we get it out. We, you know, we get the let out, get everything ready to go, hit record, and go. So it's an opportunity to catch us off guard a little bit. And you know, we're going to hit record a little sooner and and save ten fifteen minutes of our pre show warm up. And mm-hmm. I think that'd be awesome. And it's also incentive if anybody's out there and you want to help support us. This is now the time. Exclusive Everybody's going to get it anyway. Everybody's going to get it anyway. It's already a Patreon supporter, all 50 of them, which I can't believe, and I'm so grateful. Wow. Yeah. Um, but uh, anybody, any any dollar amount, um, for anybody that wants to do a $500 per episode, I will sing and dance. I now can play the guitar. But aside from that, any dollar amount, and and you'll get that, that pre-show, preamble, uh, raw, reclaimed raw audio. Yes. And it starts next week because we only came up with this when it was About too late. Forty-eight week, minutes so. ago, I believe. <laughs> you are correct, <laughs> <Yeah>. sir. <laughs> well, technically, but, it would have been about an hour ago because it was about ten minutes into our pre-show that we decided the pre-show should be. That's right. Thing. Yeah, you're like, you know what? This silliness we're doing now well, that we, could be we, that could I be mean, something. It's every week for almost two years now, where we're just like, there's always that point where we're like, why aren't you hitting record? <laughs> Yeah, you know, no, that's so, true. Mostly because Bill said something that we really want to use against <laughs> him later. Yeah. But you know what? Your last, your last, uh, let's say, beeping fest was, I think, the Ben Ueda episode. Actually, I got away with one a couple of weeks ago. You, you didn't catch it. Are you Is serious? Yeah. No, it wasn't an F bomb. I think it was uh, maybe the the A, a word. Okay, well, you're now responsible to get me a time code because SoundCloud does let you replace the audio without losing the listens. I, I, I can't remember. Well, no, man, like you got a mission. That's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You brought it up. All so right, so I challenge. You know what? Here's another challenge. I challenge oh, any of our listeners. You lazy delegate. I'm not kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> if, anybody can, if anybody can find the beep that Phil missed on me, and I think I, it wasn't the F-bomb, but it was a curse word. If anybody can find that and get it to Phil... I will send you out uh, something I made, something cool. I will do that. How's that? I will send you out. Uh, seems like a very expensive way of getting out of some work. Something I made, something cool. You don't know what you're going to say. Yeah, send. exactly. I well, I'm looking around. I got compliment. a lot of stuff I make that's cool all over the shop. Maybe a little something, something. <laughs> or maybe I'll send a – oh, I know what I could send him. I could send him this piece of wood that Tim Sway sent me that has everybody that came to visit him one time and said, hey, Bill, we're here and you're not. That's a nice piece of wood. I would I would hang on to that wood. Um, so this really was like this was our reclaim <laughs> tips episode. It's minute fifty, which basically means we're yeah. done. And we did one tip, and that one tip came from a listener. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did we the are... tip backing up your aluminum with the that was a tip, a legitimate yeah, tip. That was Kyle Toth's, but anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle, for this episode. <laughs> this episode sponsored by Kyle Toth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, um, let's 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 begin the wind down here. So let's talk about what we're watching. And I just want to say because I saw uh, Tim's as he sent it to me before, and I watched this video, and it is amazing. And I'm embarrassed. I'm I'm embarrassed that I wasn't already subscribed to this gentleman because oh my god! First of all, I already I know him through the group and stuff, so it was weird that I wasn't. But what an amazing video! Sorry, so you, you want me to do it, or is it your recommendation? Well, I, yeah, I ruined it, but the you Red do it. Smith. Yeah, he's yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Um, the the Red Smith is uh, he has a lot of awesome videos on his channel, but the the one he just put out this week was um, a chess set, and uh, the I'm I'm not I'm not suggesting that you make the chess board that he made because it is leather. You know, I'm gonna let that slide though because. <laughs> Could have been vegetarian. It could have been, but it wasn't. <laughs> but the pieces, okay. uh, I've made a few chess sets. I, I like making chess sets. I like the idea of redesigning the pieces and, and really stripping them down and reassembling them. And his design of the chess pieces is just spot on. Spectacular. Inspiring. Oh, my God. Simple elegance. Spectacular. Uh, I 
I'm not even going to tell you any more about it. I'm just going to say you have to go. There's the, the links in the show notes on you know our website. I, you know, I honestly, I like to think of uh, Gerald as the uh, uh, the across the pond Andy Berkey. Here's somebody mm. who is has a skill set and is such a craftsperson, and and that you know it's just not enough people know about this person, and uh, he's just he's an amazing artist and craftsperson. That's all I have to yeah. say. Right. Yeah. And 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 videographer because and, yeah. you know an editor and yeah, well producer. Done. This was an amazing video. You know, also, chess. I, I'm ashamed that I don't watch as many as I should of videos anyway, and and I'm definitely going to start watching more of his. I am subscribed. I believe. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. Check this one out. It's really yeah. and it's short, yeah. but he packs so much yeah. into it. Yeah. The, Everything about the video is great, but you know the idea of like the chess set. Like, there's no such thing as like the best chess set. Like, you just it's it's the no. ultimate chess set. You know, you can't because there's so many different ways you can go with it. Yeah. But this this particular chess set is in in like my top five list of I've seen. You know. I've got an idea for a chess set. That's a that's a project I'm going to do one of these days. I think it's cool. And I told him in the comments that his video inspired me. I have an idea that I'm going to pursue in the, the back of my brain mind that I don't know how long it'll take me to get to, but, but it, it completely inspired me. And you know that, I mean, isn't that what YouTube videos are supposed to do is inspire you this? Yeah, literally this, I, yeah. I, I, I got up and I told my wife, like I, I ran, like I was watching it on TV. Um, you know, and, and, and I got up, I paused TV, I ran on my little notepad and I, I was just like, sorry, honey, I'm just inspired and just like wrote down chess set and then ran back and finished watching it. She must see that all the time. That seems like old hat at your house. Um, yeah, but, but usually not, it's yeah. him inspiring himself, though. He no, but it's usually it's me writing songs. down things. He's I like, forgot. oh my god, that was brilliant. <laughs> no, Let me write that down. It's oh usually me god, writing I'm down amazing. things I forgot to do that day. You know, it's <laughs> oh. like, oh, I never called that guy, or oh, I never wrote back to you know. But that's not inspiration. No, that's just idiocy. But uh, this is inspiration. That's not everything. well. If you run fast enough, it. it could be respiration. What are you watching, Bill? Oh, so anyway, I want to um, um, I want to say real quick, uh, um, uh, uh, the Red Smith just he, was, he's amazing. I just did that. <laughs> I I know, but I I wanted to say that because it's like all all around the world we have these amazing people that just again make me feel like a hack, and he's one of them. And I say that because I got an envelope full of Scott Turner form for me spelled F O R M. E, uh, form industrious stickers and even oh, nice. signed one of them and i'm just excited oh, about sick. that so scott thank you so much we love you you are again one of those true craftspeople and artists and uh i'm sir hack a lot and i'm okay with that anyway who am i watching well here's somebody that that i've i've been watching for a while and he did something with his family a while back and they just it, it's it's one of our Pod Brethren, uh, yes. Josh Price of Making Geeks Podcast. And uh, last year, he bought a a fifth-wheel trailer and was going to go mobile. And he got it all ready. I think they've been staying in one spot, getting things ready to actually do this. Him and his wife and his kids, and they homeschool anyway. And they're, they were going to get on the road and, and just a mobile maker mecca family let's do this thing and they did it they launched like so it cool. was amazing and i love josh anyway i've had the honor to to meet him a couple of times and hug and all that good stuff with him and the fam and um wow man that what a commitment and if you've been watching kind of following along you did this one where they were on their way to i believe was it the tony Rulo's? Anyway, it was just funny because he was crossing a bridge, and I guess he's terrified of bridges. And it's like this 80-mile-long bridge, and he's like, oh, and his wife's like, it's okay. No, it's not okay. It was just – but they, they're they on the road. They they finally did it. And what a young, amazing couple. They're adventurous. Check out the PI Workshop, and that's his channel. And uh, it goes back for a ways before they did this, but you can kind of follow along. And, and just – I just want to wish him well. Josh, we love you. All the best to you and the family. You guys are amazing with a capital Z and uh, ing. And uh, that's who I'm watching, PI Workshop. Good dude, that yeah, Josh. He's, he's in like my part of the country right now. And I, I hopefully am going to catch up. He, he wrote to me like, hey, we're going to be around. And, you know, so we're hopefully going to catch up in person again soon. 
Cool. I'd love it if he would make it all the way out to the side of the coast, but I don't know if that's going to happen. That's a long way. Hmm. I um I have one more tip, and this one is one that Tim gave me actually, and I did it because uh, I. You know, I didn't really want to ever put the stickers that I get from everybody oh onto my, my machines <laughs> because I'm very concerned about resale value and all that stuff. And this counts know, for what you're watching, so, said, so well, just so you know. No, it, oh. no, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Close. So I make the rules around here, kid. <laughs> um, so he said, "Why don't you just put down some masking tape, and then you could." Put the stickers on top of that. And then if you get a very similar tool, you could just put the masking tape on the new tool. So I love that. So what I did was on this bandsaw that's usually now in view in all of my new videos, um, I covered up the rigid because, I don't know, they're not paying me. And uh, with masking tape, and I cut it out really neatly so you can't really tell. And I put stickers on top of it. And now I have all of my friends' stickers on there. And I, and I love that. So that is a tip. If there's anybody else like me who is crazy... Feel free to put masking tape on top that of the refrigerator he who, he who shall not be named, Jackman. <clears throat> not not <laughs> he, Yeah, he put all of his on, on. You can buy those roll of thin magnet. So he put all his oh, stickers yeah. on those and he magnets them on and he can. So if someone like, you know, makes a mat, he can pull their sticker off, I guess. I don't know. But uh, that's. I feel like he did that to us or to me. Didn't he do that? He took. He, he posted a video with my sticker and then he put it in the garbage. Was that Paul? I believe that. That's Wasn't believable. that Paul? Might have been me. It was it Paul? Maybe it was Tony. <laughs> Look, I, you know what? Tony. This is Tony's what you dude. kids know, like and that. Phil, I'm including you in this. You're you're a zenial or whatever you are. The you got to make a commitment, and I I'm I've made a commitment. So when I put a sticker up, by golly, that sticker's up. It's there, and I I'm proud of that. Completely disagree with you, old man. <laughs> what you've done is you've. You've wasted that sticker yeah. in case you ever things ever change in your life. What Paul Jackman has done is he has yeah. saved that sticker forever. He can continue to hold that when 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 his situation. No, what changes. I've done is I've 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 created a legacy of my friends. So if somebody gets a, a tool of mine that has stickers all over it, that legacy, that friendship, that maker community goes with that tool to somebody new, and it carries on and it lives on forever. No chance. They are going to put yeah. acetone on there and get rid of those stickers. No, what you're watching? <laughs> First day. <laughs> I am watching, and I hope I pronounce this correctly, Justin Depew, and um, he is—he's like an apartment. He's an apartment maker. He makes apartments. No, he doesn't make apartments. No, he does not. He makes in his apartment. And the latest video that he put out, he picked up like this old craftsman uh, table saw, and he sort of built around it to compensate for some of its uh, negative aspects. He built a custom from scratch fence for it, like a rip fence, and he put on casters. And, like, basically, he took this tiny bedroom, like, I guess it's a four and a half. He's got his master bedroom. And then in this small guest bedroom, he has a shop. He's got a drill press, chop saw, like, tool wall, the whole nine yards. And he's just wow. making in a tiny space. And I really appreciate that, obviously. I mean, I, I'm not as constrained as he is, but I also am a little bit constrained within my workshop. So it's cool to see some of the, not the things that he's workshop. done to overcome. Yeah, like a lot of people's, right? So, wait, where were you going with that? More. That's not nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I just like to pick up tips from people who are space mm. conscious. You know, maybe there's some good. And, and this happened to be a really cool idea. It was like sort of like a build slash vlog kind of thing where he's showing off. The, I was just cool. talking in the pre-show. See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. I was just talking about Space 1999 in the in the pre-show. See? That is not connected space to conscious. You said space conscious. Yeah. I, I did say that. See what you're missing in the pre-show? This kind of witty, witty banter. Witty. Sharp cool as, I'm as sharp as a whip. Yes, you you certainly are. So uh, that is all I'm all I'm watching, and uh, as always, the links are in the show notes. Um, and yeah, so our channels on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out MakerTechReviews.com. Uh, go on over to WilliamLutz.com for just about everything that is William Lutz. Thank you to uh, Justin Sparks for that. TimSway.net has a lot of things that are Tim, a lot. not all several. Of them. A lot, a good amount. I'd say a good 68%. 72 even. Um, 
72. Did you ever think of making part of your logo, the upcycle thing, like in the shape of a, like a fishing net, timsway.net? Nope. Never thought of it once. That's, I, I wouldn't give it any further thought. Uh, thank you to Jason Payne for that. Contact us for show topics, suggestions. Uh, you can do that by email, info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com, or hit us up on Twitter at reclaimedaudio, and of course, through any one of our own individual social media um, platform but outlets. Not on Tuesday. Things. And not on, no, Tuesdays are no good for some reason. Um, and on iTunes, Leave us reviews. Uh, they kind of slow down a little bit, and I love getting them, and they're super important to the podcast. So if you are a fan and you have not left a review, we would really appreciate that. And on Patreon, patreon.com slash Reclaimed Audio. Starting next week, we will have additional content as a pre-show. It'll be released as a separate little episode that will be the, the pre-show. So for all of our current 50 patrons and to any new patrons, you will be getting that additional content starting next week. Um, and again, that's patreon.com slash reclaimed audio slash. And, uh, that was Bill's idea. That was, we, we gave you full credit for that one. That was, that was probably your single best contribution to this podcast. So, <laughs> uh, it only took you 93 episodes to give back a little. So congrats. <laughs> Muzzle tough, you know? So that was great. <laughs> and, and on that note, have a great week guys. And, uh, and we'll speak soon. All right. Bye, everybody.